to know beer left behind i am brian here in north texas and it's good to be back uh recording took a little holiday week off and we're joined on this special recording with the one the only frank and austin frank how are you what's up brian oh, <clears throat> my goodness it's been a lovely lovely little reset time i hope you uh had some had some good times with the friends and family over the holiday uh i did joel uh well, do you want to go? Are you drinking anything, or are you still recovering from uh, the white gravy uh, festivus that y'all had last week? <laughs> Definitely not drinking anything at the moment. Okay. Um, yeah, I know. So I, I normally, you know, I kind of, as I thought about it, I was like, you know, the holiday season for some people is like a continuous marathon, or it can be a series of sprints. You're talking about and drinking I, or events? Well, yeah, just you know, like partying and seeing family, and right. you know, because you see that family most of the people come in like once a year. Mm-hmm. So you, you want to go out have a couple beers, you know, maybe go out on the town one night. Now, if you let that continue through the season, mm-hmm. that's yeah. Right. So that's like six weeks of straight nonstop boozing. Is there something wrong with so, that? Or, huh? Is there something wrong with that? Or am I? Well, I'm just, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just, I, I don't think I could survive that. So, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I, last, last beer was Sunday and I probably won't have another one till like next Wednesday. Um, <laughs> I had plenty Friday and Saturday, so no need. Um, yeah, no, but it, it's, it was fun. We had a great time, had, had the family up here, uh, both sides. So the, the wife had her mom and stepdad and I had my whole family here. So Thanksgiving was great. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Then well, hold on. I hinted at it. I want to. I just want to see. Did anyone bring white gravy to this year's Thanksgiving? You, you goddamn right. They did. Are you kidding me? No yeah. way. After a, last year, there was a. Well, okay, right. We're talking about. We we actually had two events. Okay, so so okay. First off, to call it just white gravy is a little bit misleading, right? Like right. all gravy starts at white gravy. Um. Because you're making a roux out of flour. You're just going to kind of like brown that up. That adds a little color. So it's kind of like this dark white brownish color, not not like beef colored gravy, you know. And then what you're going to do is add some of that drippings back in. And you'll get a turkey gravy that's not like, it's not white. It's like this this brownish white like i don't really know it's like sausage gravy right so you're you're getting something that has definite meat character to it Mm. and isn't like liquid so helped help the sister make that at uh the house at her house on on thursday one hint if you're smoking a turkey do not use smoked turkey drippings in that gravy it's going to taste just like liquid smoke so lesson learned not doing that again We'll keep the giblets to the side and just, you know, saute those in with your roux, take them out, then make the gravy. Um, That works really well. So I did that with the duck that we made on Friday because we actually celebrated Christmas early because most of the family's not going to be here for Christmas. 
I real so, quick, did you get any hate from your friends and the the neighbors who yelled at you for not cel- properly celebrating Thanksgiving and just going straight to Christmas? N- no. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure that you hang out we, with normal people. We did. We did get side comments by it, but then they started decorating their house. So the only, the only person was like, what was it? The weekend before. So I guess two weeks ago, I was finishing my lights. And I, I mean, Brian, you've seen my lights. It's like, I, I didn't do the C6s. I did the C4s. So they're about this far apart. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Getting those bitches up on the roof is like a two-day project. Okay. Does so, it look like your your house, like your roof is lit with LED strips? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it, it's, well, it's a little bit better okay. than the LED strip, right? Like it's, it actually has, and I don't have them on tonight, but it, it's, it, it looks good. Um, and then I put these wreaths up and, and that's sort of my decoration. We'll get a tree here probably this weekend, but you get a real tree. <clears throat> yeah. Monster. Put it outside though. Uh, put it, put outside. it outside. Yeah. Works really well. Actually, it, it'll last until March outdoors wow and that bitch doesn't soak up the water nothing you don't have drippings to like a little pine dust everywhere yeah wow it's pretty awesome highly recommend if you live in an area where you can put a tree outside leave it outside uh got this covered patio here it's bitching out of here bitching is not a word that you typically hear with uh christmas trees and decorating you're saying it looks pretty sweet when we have it so we'll, we'll we'll put that on this weekend but um Okay, so so back to the gravy bit, right? Then Friday, I was like, okay, that gravy was really good, except the smoke, you know, like too liquid smoky, and it turned out brown, which, I mean, it's not a beef gravy. It shouldn't be brown, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, start to make the gravy on Friday, make the same, pretty much the same gravy, um, and then I don't know what happened, but I start thickening this gravy up, and it thickens, but like to the point where it's like, I, I clearly added too much flour, but it's like, it's it's like Jello. Okay, so then I start adding some more chicken stock, and it turned into the most fucking beautiful gravy I've ever made. No shit, I don't know how, I don't know what I added, I don't think I could make it again. You accidentally your way into great gravy. Pretty much, I think it was the fact that it was duck. It was duck fat uh-huh. instead of right. So it's got a very particular flavor to it. Okay, I need to pause. I gotta figure. Okay, so I'm just gonna be very honest with you, Frank. Oh, he's gone. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Well, you're back. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I hit. I hit uh, record, and Frank just dropped the call. So, uh, so you went. So duck for Thanksgiving. Is, well, no, no, du- duck. Duck, duck was for the Christmas. Oh, sorry, Christmas. Duck and venison, actually. So it was. It was really good. Uh, I think they call that a du- duck beer. <laughs> I don't think they call it that. They don't call they, it. A duck maybe beer. maybe they should call it that. Um, but just absolutely like the best dinner. It was really yeah. good. Um, but with the duck gravy, right? Like I think the fat in the gravy or the fat in the duck is really what gave the gravy that unique flavor because I've just never made gravy like that. So tracing it back, probably the duck. Um, other than that, right? So. Uh, Friday night was good. Friday had, right, everybody was over. Everybody was kind of tired from Thanksgiving, though, so Friday wasn't too crazy. Yeah. Then uh, Saturday, Saturday after Thanksgiving is probably the best Saturday of the year. Not because it's shop small, because I don't do a lot of shopping over Thanksgiving. Oh, you don't buy a lot of tchotchkes? uh... No. 
but it's because the, the our little town always planned shit. So they had the hot chocolate walk where like every place in town would give out hot chocolate. That's cool as hell. Um, as you're shopping. Um, then they had the tree lighting in downtown, which it was a little chilly for at the beginning of the day. Um, but then like, it turned into a really hot day. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so, it's like Austin chili is like 40. No. Well, it was like, it was like 40 or 50 when you woke up. And yeah. then all of a sudden at like, I mean, 2.30 when this hot chocolate thing started, it was fucking 85. That's not cool. I'm not no, okay with that. Like, can we go back? Could hot chocolate be in the morning? I guess. I don't know. But it was hot. So we ended up just hanging around. We went to a couple of stores, didn't buy anything, just kind of were looking to see what they had. And yeah. Then um, actually went to Two Wheel down the street, which is right. what I was getting at. Uh, Two Wheel had a little Christmas market, Yeah, which was cool. I saw they posted that uh, on their Instagram page. Yeah. Did so it, had a great time there, had a, had a couple beers. Did they actually um, have Christmas wares at their Christmas market? They did. Okay. They did. A few people had ornaments and stuff. It, it, and then there was this random person who was advertising their windshield replacement company. Nice. See? Okay. And, and okay. yeah, this is the real Texas Christmas market. <laughs> <laughs> windshield replacement <laughs> company. And then um, not only like the windshield replacement thing, but they were trying to give away a free windshield. It's a very <laughs> specific thing to give away. <laughs> I got a windshield for an 89 tempo. Who wants it? Anybody <laughs> enter to win right here? No, no. I mean, it's like they'll, oh. they'll replace a windshield. Okay. Oh, okay. Of one free windshield replacement. Well, that's a pretty good deal. But again, like moment in time, right? Very Do I need a windshield now? And I, I guarantee you that had some sort of redemption period, like over the next year. You can just sit on it until you had a cracked windshield. You're just driving behind rock trucks for the next six yeah. months trying, trying to justify so, it. Like I so anyways, tore all the so, paint off my hood, but I got a free windshield. It's good. Yeah, so they're sitting there with like giving away windshields, but there's this utensil that my brother-in-law, uh, Willem, could not figure out what it was being used for because it was a skillsaw or a skillsaw, skillsaw or whatever that thing's called. Sawzall or skillsaw? Sawzall. Sorry, okay. sawzall. Yeah. Okay, so it was one of those sawzalls, and then at the end, the guy just stuck what looked like a rubber, like a patty. Uh-uh. A, 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 a putty knife, uh-huh. okay, <laughs> no joke, okay, and and it looked like an oscillating sawzall. So I asked the lady, like, "What is this?" And she goes, "Oh, it's a sawzall with a putty knife at the end." And I go, "Okay, <laughs> why?" I mean, thus the question. <laughs> but she she was like, "Oh, it's to get the rubber out of the like uh, the window frame." To which, to me, that just seems really risky. Like, what if that thing just fucking catches something and it's just pop, 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 pop all over the hood? Like, yeah. I oh mean, I just don't. Oh, my God. So, hey, we're going to come out and replace your windshield. Uh, also, we're going to ruin your headliner, your fucking paint. You're going to pop your like, oh, okay. airbag. Guess, guess who I won't be calling? The old DIY Sawzall putty knife guys. <laughs> I just I didn't I didn't understand. I mean, I'm sure it has a practical purpose and everybody in the industry uses it. Uh I just it shocked me. They don't it looks like a very 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 heavy utility like utility instrument for something that was a very delicate job, should you know, be like well, you got to should think, be very delicate. You got to yeah. think once the windshield gets out of there, now you just you fucking chip away whatever. They're going <laughs> to seal you it imagine? back up. Could you imagine the window replacement truck pulling up to this car and this guy just whips out a fucking 
<laughs> like you're like, what is this man doing? Your windshield's well, got to pay the price. price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Windshield man. I couldn't. Yeah. So, anyways, that that was really the weekend. I I will say, give Two Wheel a lot of props. They had even better beer this weekend. It's getting better every week. That's awesome. See, I was uh, when I saw that they had a Christmas market. I thought it was going to be like a Christmas market, like um, uh, Lakewood did uh, up in up here in Dallas one year. They they advertised, oh, we're having a Christmas market and special beer ta- tappings. I was like, cool. So Mrs. Brian and I uh, took the kiddo out to the Christmas market because we thought, oh, that'd be kind of cool. They have a nice big beer garden. I'm sure they have places, you know, vendors set up out there. They did. They were selling. Uh, like there was a witch jewelry uh, was out there. Like Wiccan jewelry, people were there. That was cool. Nice. Um, not like cool, like branded, like for the 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 Christmas time of year witches. Like hey, you get that kind of cool, like Krampus thing going on. No, none of that. Just selling witch jewelry. Uh, there was some like fucking furnace repair company was out there with their business cards. That was cool. Um, a pickle, you know, a pickle company, and not just, like Christmas pickles, just fucking pickled okra and uh, jalapenos, and uh, you know. I know, I know, I know. N- n- neither of us are business owners. No. Okay, but did you ever sit down and go, if I owned a business that had zero fucks to do with Christmas, <laughs> I would simply go pass out my business cards. <laughs> at, like, I mean, I just. I, I really wonder how effective that is. I just I, I can't think it's very high. It can't be very high. No, <laughs> I, it's go stand on the corner with a sign while everybody drives past you. I bet it's e- yeah, you're gonna is drum up the same business and maybe even more because the people who are driving or at least are you know thinking about other things, not thinking about beer and chilling out and like oh yeah my Christmas my furnace is fucked up right now. I probably should get on that. Like no, it's never exactly. Happened. That's goddamn hilarious. I just, I, it always amazes me at some of these like hyper specific events where people, you're like, oh, this is a literally wine and cheese walk. Why is there fucking vodka here? Why like, is, I just why is there a roto rooter service here? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your exactly. shit pipes clogged. Oh, yeah, I, I guess vodka it wouldn't work because it's still alcohol. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's fucking, uh, you need your trash can cleaned? No, I actually am not trying to think about my trash can right now. I'm trying to enjoy myself and figure out why I paid $35 for a ticket to walk around here and get tiny samples of wine that's going to be bad in six months. Uh, cool. That's great. Uh, if you can't tell, oh, I had a bad experience over over Thanksgiving with some wine that I purchased. Um, oh, no. Yeah. So I don't know if y'all remember a while back, I went to a wine walk in Granbury, Texas, home of wine. And um, <laughs> there's Barry in the name. That's what you would expect, right? It? Well, it's Barry B U R Y, which is what they should have done with all these fucking bottles of wine instead of sell them. They should just throw them in the fucking Barry. ground. Um, so we went to the Granberry Wine Walk, tasted some wines, a lot of juice. It was neat. Um, and I said to myself, "Hey, you know what? This wine here, I'm gonna buy a bottle of it because I want to support local wineries, I guess. That was a thing that I was trying to do after I had been drinking all day. And then I bought a bottle of wine, and I said, I'm, you know what? I'm going to wait till Thanksgiving when we go back down to Granberry, open it up, and have a fun time. Opened it up, and immediately smelled like vinegar. I said, no, can't be, can't be. Poured it out. I was like, oh, neat. This tastes like dog shit. <laughs> it smelled like dog shit, tastes like dog shit. And even the non-drinkers who were there smelled it, and they're like, that smells terrible I'm like yeah cool that would have gotten you sick it, it, it wasn't it, it, it just fucking sucked all around sucked so i was like you know what i'm gonna open the other one 
Um, the the one that I had was a, a deep red blend with Cab and Syrah and some other wine, other juice that they got from other places, and decided to uh, barrel age it in cranberry, I guess. Yeah, they just decided to get them out the door. Is what they did. <laughs> exactly. They were like, "Hey, this tastes good. Let's pour this and sell this one that tastes like shit." Okay, cool. Um, I mean, granted, it was six months ago. Wine shouldn't do that in six months. Um, no, you didn't like store it in a fucking. I did store it in a uh, vault in the back. Chamber. Yeah, I stored it in the back of the fireplace and ran it since July. That's normal, right? <laughs> no, uh, no. This was sitting our wine in our little wine room with the rest of the wine that we have. Nothing, nothing weird nah. going on there. Uh, so I opened up Mrs. Brian's bottle that she bought for, I shit you not, thirty two dollars. Okay, <laughs> this is a for me for us. That is a that is a, a That's really flirt. It's a, yeah, it's a really expensive ass bottle of wine, standard bottle, not mm-hmm. like a Magnum or anything. Opened it up, diggity dog shit. Tasted like when I I say this in the nicest possible way, it tastes like someone took grapes and they just um, covered them with soy sauce and s- like this weird salt slurry thing. I don't know. It tasted really really bad. Uh, wasn't a big fan. Uh, Mrs. Brian wasn't a big fan. We poured out two bottles of wine, essentially, on Thanksgiving, oh. the night before Thanksgiving, uh, which led me to drink all of my hubris that I bought from Iron Root. Um, <laughs> but that's like, that's like $50 worth of wine. Oh, it was, yeah, it was, it, well, $50 plus travel and wine walk tickets of wine. Yeah, for sure. That sucks, man. That's That's the worst. I mean, any red blend should last you at least five years. You would think at the very least, and it like, wasn't and, like a, and Syrah and Cab blends should last even longer than that. And it wasn't like it was an eight percent Cab Syrah blend. It was like thirteen and a half percent or fourteen percent. So I was like, yeah. okay, this thing. And then on the on the neither were white wine, right? They were no, both red, both, both red and both deep red. I think Mrs. Bryan's was just straight Cab. Uh, yeah, I know. And it was those both dog shit. They should still be good for years. It shouldn't be a six month deal. Uh, let's put it this way: That's I didn't even uh, I didn't even write down the name of the wineries that they came from. I just said to myself, um, "I'm not shopping small this Saturday uh, <laughs> when it comes to wine." That's, that's gonna fuck all you. Fuck everybody. <laughs> everybody gets the fucking boot. You, shit, shit, one that's shit right. all. Um, I will. You know say, what I'm doing? You know what I'm doing? I'm judging the entire fucking encyclopedia by its cover, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this entire category gets yeah. a fucking F. I can't. I don't have time for it. Yeah. You know, it says Texas wines. Fucking, that's firewood. Get out that's of here. That's what it is. Yeah. This is the, what the, the, oh, I've always, I can always use some wine to cook with, says Jan Levinson at the dinner party. Anyway, um, so tonight, I don't know if you could tell what I'm drinking, but. Um, Water. Says you, but for where I'm drinking, there ain't no laws when you're drinking the claws, my friend. No, God damn it. So, you know, I've, I've. I've always said, you know, don't judge other people by what they choose to drink. You know, drink what you like to drink and uh, how you like to drink it, right? <laughs> um, well, I'm drinking uh, White Claw Hard Seltzer Black Cherry, and um, mm-hmm. this kind of fucking sucks. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm it dis- doesn't taste good. I'm disappointed with myself. Um, it's gluten free, so there's That's- that. It's seltzer, it's water, right, but it's um, gluten free. It's without gluten, Frank. Got it. Seen <laughs> gluten. Um, so, 
<laughs> Songs glued on. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be more worried if it said corn gluten. Corn <laughs> moy gluten. Moy moy gluten. <laughs> so, okay. Here's the real question. Uh, I've never had one of those things that are good first. Right. Second, a- every single time I try them, they taste um, like hmm. medicinal. That's what I get. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's it tastes like cough syrup a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. I just I don't get it. I don't understand it. So what Not I will me. say is, um, there's a seltzer that's out here in DFW right now. It's called Press P R E S S. It is the best seltzer I've had, and it's really fucking good. Like flavorful and uh, like compact flavors. Not oh god, oh my Sorry. god, <laughs> a bit drunk. Give me a second. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> Mrs. Frank is showing her love for Frank and uh is punching the microphone in in her attempts to hug Frank. This is this is an amazing moment that we're experiencing here in podcasting history. I wish I had oh, here I uh, I wish I had something for it, but Woo! That's the wrong drop, but you know what it works. I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> um yeah, no. Wow. Yeah, that's that wasn't book club. That was planning for book club night. Planning for book club it was pre pre book club. Yeah. That was tailgating for book no, club. No, so the next, the next, yeah, apparently the next book club. This is so fucking weird. Okay, so the ladies in the neighborhood have book club. Their next book club, I believe, is in a week or two. Um, then next weekend we have our neighborhood Christmas crawl soiree. <laughs> oh, Christmas yeah, crawl. So- yeah, it's just to everybody's homes. So okay. you provide food and everybody brings alcohol and oh, okay. It's fun. There's a white elephant exchange. Um yeah, that that might actually be the sobriety break that night. Yeah. Um, just to keep up with everyone else <clears throat> yeah. at that point. <laughs> no, cuz I mean it's they they normally bring out some good wine and oh, shit, okay. you know, so yeah, I just nice. don't want to miss out on that. Yeah, <laughs> don't want to miss out on. That. Uh so no. anyway, uh I was I was uh, going to say press a hard seltzer, uh, at least. It tastes like fucking seltzer water or like legitimate flavored seltzer water. Doesn't taste medicinal, doesn't taste weird. But at the same time, that's a part of a cat. It's a category of alcoholic beverages that I, again, I don't, I don't get. Like if I'm going to uh, go out and drink alcohol in general, it's probably going to be like a, you know, a hard, a hard liquor drink. If that's if I'm watching my my cows and my alcohol intake, it's gonna be like gin and tonic, vodka soda, something like that. I don't I don't get it. This isn't for me. <laughs> but I think what I, what we're experiencing here is what I like to call the Mike's Heart Lemonade uh, uh, phenomena, or in our generation, Frank, the Four Loco phenomena, which mm-hmm. is does it have alcohol in it? Yes. Does it have a lot of alcohol in it? Yes. Does it taste like shit? Eh, that's I don't I don't care about that. I'm just trying to mainly focus on the first two pieces. And like well, uh, okay. for the generation before us, that was Mike's Hard Lemonade. Because you got to think that mm-hmm. was like flavor flavor malt beverages were huge. Uh, that was coming off the heels of the Zima generation. Uh, whereas like, oh, we're drinking. It tastes so good. It's flavorful. It gets you fucked up. But I don't have to buy. I don't have to buy a mixer and then I have to go to the liquor store and buy actual liquor. I can just buy all in one package and drink it all night. It's gonna be fun. And then well, then like I said, FMBs, then Four Loco, now uh, seltzers. I want to give credit where credit is due because Brian did call the seltzer thing. And not only that, um, I feel like you're missing one little step in there. 
between Four Loco and Hard Seltzer. Oh, Hard Root Beer? And that's the Not My Father Soda trend. Which was, hold on, hold on. The original episode of this cast. <laughs> or episode two. Yeah, it was early on. We tasted on. Not My Father's Root Beer and got fucking sloshed. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that shit was terrible. Diabetes in a fucking can. Yeah, but you know what? It's, or in a bottle. It sold like fucking crazy when it first came out. But it also, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. It sold with people who might not have been of legal drinking age. And yeah. in the same way that Smirnoff Ice and Mike's Hard Lemonade and Four Loco all sold to people who might not have been of legal drinking age. This, this is fu- this clear liquid in this glass that has already lost all carbonation and is just basically syrup at this point. This is a fucking jewel in a glass. This is a fucking... A Tide Pod challenge in a glass. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the same. Well, no one knows that you're drinking White Claw. Like, it looks just like water. Ain't no laws when you're drinking the claws, bro. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. All right. So, if you don't recall, not your father's root beer, because mm-hmm. this just, again, shocks me to no end. Not really. I mean, it is a flavored full-on soda, but... 43 grams of sugar in that beast. Oh, yeah. You know how many hundreds of thousands of cases it sold? Ugh. An embarrassing amount. I just, I, I still have three in my little oh, outdoor. Age to perfection. That was out of taste. No, Great. No, they, they'll get thrown. No. It's like the Smirnoffs that are out there. People bring them over here for jokes. Dude. And they just stay there. Snorkel them. I dare, like for the gram. Do it for the gram. Just snorkel and not your father's root beer. And then. Just go get your blood sugar tested. See what it is before no, and thanks. after. It'll be great. No, thanks. Appreciate um, it. I don't think your kidneys and pancreas can take that. No, they cannot. It's actually very unhealthy for you to do that. But I will say the Not Your Father's 10% root beer that they they sold in 22-ounce bottles, that <sighs> was fucking painful to get through. That one actually... Was that 100 grams of sugar? <laughs> it's all in alcohol. Like, it's the same it's like the same amount of flavors, but with 10% of alcohol in there. I think they just made Not Your Father's, and then they just threw in, like, a bottle of vodka at the very end. And they were like, bottle it. That is just insane. That is just crazy. So each, each one of those Not Your Father's had 340 calories, and yeah, 44 grams huh. of sugar. That's hey, insane. Hey, well, this White Claw, this uh, 19.2 ounce can, I think it is. 100. 170. Uh, I don't even know. What is it? Yeah, 19.2. 170. 170 calories. And three grams of sugar. Wait, that White Claw is 19.2%? 19.2 ounces. Not oh. 19.2%. Hey, holy shit. No, now you know why people are drinking White Claw. I'm fucking going blind at the end of it. I might have, might have to switch to White Claw. 170 <laughs> calories and 20% alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> fuck like, your wow. Chardonnay, Karen. Get the fuck shit. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm um, blasting off to the fucking moon with White Claw tonight. No, it's only 5%. Yeah. So. All right. So it's like... Like a beer, yeah. So if you're drinking white claws, some sort of a diet, it's not a vodka soda is 80 calories. Um, yeah, wouldn't a Guinness is fucking 90 calories. Get your get your mind right. 170 calories in a white claw. Guinness is you can one. do better if this is for a diet. If it's for a diet, yeah. If you actually like the flavor of white claw, get your head checked. Get your head. Checked. Get your <coughs> That's head. Just in the me game. though. That well, just me though. It is just you. Um, yeah. Holy fuck. To uh, me, as they say, to me, get your head checked. <laughs> so 
All right. So um, I think it's about time we discuss the pressing, pressing topic of the Dallas Cowboys sucking dick. Well, I don't know if you're, you're on the cast of the right person to discuss that. I have. Well, so give me just a second. Just hit pause. Okay. All right. So, yeah, um, Dallas Cowboys, you're not going to get any argument from me. They do, in fact, uh, I guess, suck. Sorry. What? Leonard Cohen's busy accompanying me on this trip. All right. Um, <laughs> yes, they do suck. And what I think is funny about it is just once again, the Cowboy fans who are out there, it's like the UT fans. They're like the same bread. Well, so the A and M fans are like this too. I don't. Is this just Texas? It is it's just Texas. Texas. It's Texas. It's the same yeah. people who you know don't tread on me. Fucking, we could become our own country if we wanted to. Frick your it's same delusional sports fans. You know, everywhere else in the world, not named New York because they've won They're, so many things. Yeah. Everybody's like, how are we gonna fuck this up? You know, <laughs> like every other franchise has had so many moments of fuck up that you're like, yeah, okay, I know the Twins won a hundred and whatever. Eight games last year. They're gonna but blow they got the playoffs. <laughs> fucking swept, just womped in the playoffs. Yeah. So I I was like, okay, you know, as a twins fan, to be expected, this is just how it ends. I mean, here though, they're like, even this week, they want to fire Garrett, but they're still I Terrible. I guarantee you thirty percent of the base is like Super Bowl. <laughs> Troy, are you talking about Troy right now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're getting fucking Womped by the Chicago Bears. Hey, the, <laughs> the Bears. Bears. The Bears are, are good for a team that doesn't have a quarterback and uh, <laughs> or a defense at the moment or a, a punter or a receiver. They went out they went out and threw three touchdowns. Well, they let Trubisky throw three touchdowns on them. First off, Trubisky is a name that you want on in your like in your platoon in World War II, if you're making a movie That's uh, right. about your time in World War II, me and Trubisky took a, took, a, <laughs> took a whole platoon of Nazis. <laughs> like, he's not throwing, Trubisky threw me a touchdown pass in the third Super Bowl. <laughs> Fuck off. That never no, happened. No, that, that name should have died off way back. And then his parents didn't name him Mitch. They named him Mitchell. Uh, well, so it's like he's he's just got all like Civil like, War soldier on the front lines to him. I feel like that is his. That's on him. He had the opportunity to say, <laughs> fuck Mitchell. I'm not going by Mitchell. I'm going by Mitch. More than likely what happened is grandpa's name was Mitch. And that's what he went by because he was actually stabbing Nazis. And they're like, well, Mitchell. <clears throat> well, Mitchell. <clears throat> All right, Mitch. We won't. That's what. That's how Mitch got locked in. And then baby Mitchell was born. And yeah. he was like, I want to go by Mitch because Mitchell, I keep getting beat up at school. And, and then Papa Mitch. Your last name's Trubisky. You take it on the chin like a man. You beat their ass when they get older. You're going to show them. And, and he right. never did. No, now he just gets sacked for a living. No. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Cowboys suck. And even if they make the playoffs, whatever. Yeah, maybe they go to the Super Bowl, whatever. Fucking, they suck. Um, on every level, doesn't matter how many Super Bowls they win or will have won. Fuck that team. Um, second topic of conversation tonight made the mistake last night started, um, started the old, uh, I'll figure out the echo in just a second, Brian. No worries. I, uh, I started the, um, the Irishman last night at 9 PM. 
So I've heard mixed reviews. What do you think? Oh, phenomenal movie. Really? Anybody who says anything less does not w- would have loved. Okay, anybody who says less hates Casino, and I fucking love Casino. Okay. So if it's too long for you, fine. Casino to me was just the right length. Like it told the story in the amount of detail that I would have wanted to understand. But if you hated Casino, don't watch this movie. It's Casino 2.0 with a different angle to it. Characters. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, well, I, but it's not it's not casino, right? So there's there's casino. They were they were taking loans from the 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 Teamsters oh, spoil, to build Vegas. Spoiler right? alert! Jesus. Well, I mean, there's a lot that goes on there, but <laughs> fucking movie's they, forty years old. Yeah, they were doing that here. They do the same thing, but it's like from the mobs in New York okay. angle, you know. And there's a lot more that goes on, and Jimmy Hoffa's involved. Totally worth watching. I think you would enjoy it, Brian. All right. Um, but if if anybody didn't enjoy Casino, don't fuck around with this movie. You're going to hate it. <laughs> You're going to hate this film. You are. I mean, it's like it's done the same way. It's a beautiful movie. It will win. Now, it probably won't get nominated for Academy Awards because it's Netflix, but it, to uh, me, is the best movie I've seen in years. Well, I mean, Netflix has won a lot of shit, and streaming services have kind of fucking wiped the floor with it, recently, at least. With no, I like the Emmys, but the Academy Awards have never awarded a Netflix film. Well, I mean, it's also it's a little bit of a racket now, in general. Yeah, the they're not. They won't the change Emmys. the rules. That's what they just said. Yeah. Amazon Netflix streaming services will not, um, uh, get consideration. Um, this isn't the same thread. Go, just go with me on this, okay? So. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard our rant about Disney Plus, or you might not have. I can't remember if that was the one that we didn't record or not. I don't know. This is a whole. This is a long time ago. But you know, I've been watching a lot of Disney Plus, catching up on some goof troop that I've missed over the last fucking twenty five years. Anyway, always uh, stick together. Goof <laughs> <laughs> troop, best of friends forever. One of the best theme songs ever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so there is a show. It's a Disney Plus original pretty sure it's called just follow me on this it's called high school musical the musical the series okay what (laughs) okay that is some inception bullshit all that aside it's shot like the office but in a high school and it's actually really fucking funny no one like there's no character that's taken too seriously there's no like it's if you don't if you didn't follow along if you didn't watch high school musical when you were fucking younger you don't. It doesn't matter. You can catch up on what's going on. It's actually even more enjoyable if you have no idea, because then you're like, "This lady, you know, these people are fucking insane." Anyway, I won't go into the details because it's going to make me sound like even more of an asshole than I already am. But it's one of those things that I I caught like my my wife and my daughter watching last week before Thanksgiving, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And I watched it for about ten minutes. I was like, "No, nope, this is pretty fucking funny." Okay, I can get in with this. This is good. This is not for kids. This is fucking for for our our generation. I'm I'm down with this. But you're you're also not a a, a Sponge SpongeBob guy, right? Oh, I fucking love SpongeBob. Mrs. Okay. Brian hates SpongeBob and doesn't hates let, SpongeBob because yeah. it's not it's not intellectual. SpongeBob is the best fucking humor. <laughs> oh, have you seen the preview for the trailer for the SpongeBob movie next year? I did. Oh, it's fucking fantastic. Um, it looks great. I hate the fact that everybody's memeing Keanu Reeves in that dust, that uh, uh, like tumbleweed. But all that aside, the rest of it's fucking. It's gonna be gold. Um, that Bond movie coming out looks good too. Wait, which one? 
There's a new, a new, uh, well, I think it's the last one with what's his face as Bond, Daniel Craig. Oh, I didn't know that he was, he made another one. Yeah, it's his last, I think this is his last one, but it's, yeah, it's No Time to Die. It comes out in 2020. Oh. Looks real good. Well, that's No Time to Die. Am I right? Yeah. Um, Okay, speaking of die, uh, I wanted to cover some things that have been happening lately. Um, One of them happening with the beer that I'm drinking right now. Uh, This one, this beer is uh, Nitro Cold Brew Cream Ale from... A real beer, though. Yes, this is real beer from New Belgium Brewing. Which, oh, they're using High Brew from Austin? Exactly. That's great. They teamed up with them. Uh, and this is it's a cream ale, so it doesn't get in the way. It literally just tastes like a cold brew coffee with some light uh, like toffee notes. Or from, awesome. Like, it's really goddamn good. But I chose this beer tonight to kind of discuss what uh, has been happening lately in the beer world, which I don't know if you've been following along, Frank, but a lot has been happening. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, a lot. Um, the first big thing happening was New Belgium selling to um, Kareen, or not Kareen, uh, uh, the fucking lion, King Lion uh, out of uh, Australia. Jesus Christ. Um, which is kind of is sad for me because uh, New Belgium was the last one. It was like, For me, it was one of the last uh, employee-owned breweries and uh, them sticking around for as long as they did made it, I don't know, made it seem like there was still good happening out in the beer world. Uh, and it was. It was Kareen, uh, uh, Kareen Beverages. <laughs> Mrs. Frank keeps opening the door to the house, and you just keep hearing music blasting out. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> um, so loud. <clears throat> no, so anyway, it's the, yeah, it's the global division, beer division of Kareen uh, out of Japan. Uh, people freaked out about I it. I thought it was Kirin. It's K I R I N. I always thought it was Kareen. Oh, Kieran. And they make Ichiban. Kareen Ichiban. That's right. Number one beer. That's good. Anyway, it's good beer. It is. uh, So they, when they sold in early, in mid November, and people freaked out. They're like, God damn it, no. The last one. Technically, Sierra Nevada is the last family owned, like employee owned and operated company. But actually, they're not even employee owned at this point. Um, but New Belgium was the the one to go, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, big you know, big craft is gone." Little did we know that the next couple of weeks were going to be a fucking firestorm. So uh, I, I wanted to say that to say this: like, I still like really love New Belgium. <laughs> they make fan fantastic beers, and I know that they're not a company that's going to uh, fuck us over and you know sell nothing but uh, fat tire and fat tire variants. In Kroger and Walmart across the country, there's there's actually going to be good beer produced by them still. Um, <laughs> but that is, that pales in comparison to what happened this week, which I don't know if you saw uh, what happened with Ballast Point. Did you? No, I did not. Did they sell again? Yeah. So uh, again, is a good point because uh, those who remember early versions of the uh, early episodes of this podcast, we talked about how Ballast Point sold the Constellation brands for one point two b- 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 billion dollars. Which is a lot. That's a lot of fucking money. How much do they have to write down on the sale? What's that? Oh, how much? So how, mu- how much less did they sell it for this time? Four hundred million. Undisclosed amount. Here's what we will say. Uh, <laughs> here's what we will say. It's definitely less than one point two billion. Substantially less than one point two. There were people talking about how they were hemorrhaging money on the value of the Ballast Point brands to the point where it was like they lost, I think, $500 million 
uh, in the course of the last year of like that makes of, sense of value. Um, they've had to close all these brew pubs across the country. They closed down every every brew pub except for one, uh, the original Miramar location in San Diego, and or one of the original Miramar the Miramar location, not the original. Anyway, uh, so. <laughs> Uh, they sold it to this company out of Chicago, which, uh, if I say beer in Chicago, Frank, what do you think, What do, do you have any breweries that would come to mind? Uh, well, great. As uh, the train comes through. <laughs> yeah, I bet he's got some of that. Uh, he's, yeah. Um, I, I mean, Goose Island. Right? They're, okay, well, they're the AB company. But yeah, you might think maybe some consolidation happening there. Uh uh, uh, there, there's a specific Chicago brand though that I forgot about. It's the first beer to sponsor a baseball team. They sponsor the Chicago Cubs. Oh, you're talking about Old Style? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. So technically, Old Style is owned by Pabst, which would have been a good guess because Pabst has been buying up some small craft breweries lately. Okay, um, but here's this: it's a uh, Kings and Convicts. Oh God! They bought Ballast Point. Yeah. So Kings and Convicts is. I mean, you're acting. I don't know if you know them because you're acting like you do, which you would be the only. No, person. but that's got to be a tiny brewery. Okay. So when they bought, just a, a frame of reference, when they bought Ballast Point on Tuesday of this last week, uh, December third, um, uh, Kings and Convicts had, I think, fifty followers on. Instagram? <laughs> I mean, uh, just look at their fucking website. That was the other thing that people talked about. Like, how shitty is this company? What the fuck this is looks, going on? It looks like they... they First off, their website looks like it's from... I don't know. I don't want to lie. Front page <laughs> 98. Um, then it, it's it's just somewhere north. And I, don't, I, I know it's going to sound kind of ridiculous that I've seen this site lately, but... There's a reason for it. Brian knows what it is. We're not going to mention it, but it looks like the medieval times fucking <laughs> website. It's so it's so shit. It's <laughs> terrible. So they posted on their Instagram today uh, with a total of ten likes on this photo. Of uh, let me share my screen with you so you can see how ridiculous this fucking situation is. Um, now I bought this shit for like thirty million dollars. It, it could if it was over fifty, it would be a fucking miracle. Okay. <laughs> Here's what they posted. It's a picture of the Ballast Point, uh, like, I don't remember what site this is, what brew pub this is that's barely functional <laughs> this at this even point. Better than we it says, they're captioned to this photo of two Ballast Point branded fucking start, like, ski or uh, fishing boats, like, coming together uh, bow to bow out in the water in front of the Ballast Point brew pub. It says, wait, there are fishing boats too? Oh boy, this is even better than we thought. <laughs> so they're like, they have no idea what the fuck they're getting into at this point. And, um, yeah, they goddamn bought it. So it sparked a lot of people who are saying some real, real funny, uh, ha- happy, happy things. Uh, one of which is this one here. Uh, wait, nope, that's, that's not it. Hold on. That's about punching a kangaroo and that's not, that's not it. Uh, as somebody said like, Hey, while we're talking about buying up craft brands, uh, let me offer up to buy, uh, uh, Fuck. What the hell is the... Oh, Funky Buddha, which is another Constellation-owned brand uh, down in Florida. Let me buy Funky Buddha for $22.76, an old Trans Am, and uh, eight tokens to Chuck E. Cheese or something to that effect. <laughs> like, how cheap this shit is going to be selling for. 
which I mean, this is just this is crazy. Yeah, you, you know, we talked we talked about on this on this podcast about the consolidation of beer and how the the, the big purchases are pretty well done. People are going to be consolidating into smaller brands and uh, or gathering a portfolio of small brands to then own as like a parent company. Yeah, but you know, so what I what I always thought would happen is is they would just kill the brand off if it was no longer profitable. Like, why why sell it back to <laughs> to another like, craft brand? <laughs> for the, like, what what I can only assume is less than a hundred million dollars. Like, there's Dude. there's no way they got a hundred million dollars for Ballast Boy. <gasps> no, there's no fucking way. So, uh, Constellation well, has been taking a bunch of shit because uh, of how they've handled uh, their craft brands over the last like three four years. And it's it's kind of telling in that uh, you see the way they are selling off these big craft brands, which is concerning because they're small brands. Like here in Dallas, there's Four Corners is owned by Constellation. And like even though I've had my times back and forth with the quality of Four Corners beer, I, I enjoy what they're doing. El Grito came out of the Constellation buyer. Great beer. It's fantastic. Um, a Funky Buddha is the same way. Like they don't make crazy good, like rare hype boy beers that you have to go out of your way to find. But at the same time, fucking the I think it's Floridian. It's a Hefeweizen. It's goddamn fantastic. Uh, and all that shit in, uh, is like Constellation is helping those smaller brands get a larger distribution and and get more people to try good beer. However. Constellation has been going through some shit. Uh, it's I can't find. I'm looking up the news feed on it. Oh, here we go. Earlier this year, um, Gal, you, you, do you know Gallo Wines, Frank? Yep, the I cheap, do. They're cheap, real shit, but they exist. And they sell a lot of fucking big format bottles of wine. That's what they do. Yeah, stores. it's like Franzia. Um, yeah, it's Franzia in a glass bottle, so makes you feel classy. Anyway, Constellation also owned Gallo. And I say owned because I'm pretty sure they sold. Yep, they sold for $1.7 billion earlier this year. Constellation sure. is fucking getting rid of everything that does not make money <laughs> hand over fist for themselves. Uh, it's it really makes sense. It's, it's, it's weird how they, in the same, I think within the same quarter, they offloaded all Gallo wines and then bought in with almost equal amount to Canadian cannabis companies. Which is uh, makes sense. a little telling as to where maybe a market is heading, especially when a giant company like Constellation, who owns Modelo and Corona, I don't know if you ever heard of them, mm-hmm. they sell a little bit of beer. Um, they're consolidating into like high movers. Anyway, all that to say, uh, Anderson Valley, I don't know if you remember Anderson Valley Brewing out of Northern California. Um, Troy really likes their Goza. Uh, it's sold in cans. It's really fucking good. They've been a family-owned company for a long time. They've also uh, been a family-owned company that sold to another family for a long time, about a decade ago, and people act like that never happened because this week when they sold to uh, a, 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 a basically an entrepreneur who invests in wine spirits companies, he bought Anderson Valley, and people freaked out, and they're like, oh, everybody's going to big beer. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't be drinking Anderson Valley anymore. It's total shit. Like again, people, just calm the fuck down. I just want to tell our listeners so that they know that I'm telling you, I'm watching you. You're on fucking notice. Don't be bitching and complaining about big beer selling to <coughs> fucking anybody. Because one, it's still beer. Calm down. Not nothing to be fucking pissed about. It's a business. So if it makes fiscal sense for the owner of a company, most, 
but most most importantly, it is a business. <laughs> yeah, they're here to make money, not fucking make sure that you can buy local and feel good about yourself. Like so, but now think about this, right? Think about this. So, Val's point. I, I, we even had this conversation where I was like, you know, a, a brand like that has a shelf life. Like it's just, it's not. You don't drink heavy IPAs year round forever, right? right? Like people move on to another style, whatever. They move on to other breweries. Like the nature of the industry is not to stick with a single brand. Right. Right. The gallows of the world. Gallo is like Smirnoff vodka. Right. Like it's, it's, it has a buyer. (laughs) Yeah. There's a very particular alcoholic that goes out there and goes, I need two one seven fives of Gallo fucking wine. Okay. My left foot's gone. I need to fucking drink Gallo to ease my pain. This isn't a person showing up to buy your fucking ballast point sculpin. Okay. So that, that is a, is a niche brand. And I, I even said that I was like, how are you selling a niche brand for $1.3 billion? Yeah. And then the people who like the niche brand get angry. And they're like, oh, they're selling out. Okay, sure. This dude walked away with 1.3 billion of big corporations' money. They just had to sell that company for whatever. I'm I'm going to assume it's somewhere between 50 and 100 million maximum. Okay, max. Well, yeah. No, you're you're one right. correct. So they're selling it. So so big big beer is out 1.2 billion dollars, right? And uh. He, the craft brewery owns it again. They're probably able to, through the sale, just close pretty much everything that Ballast Point had. Starts from scratch, open up the brew pub back in San Diego, yeah. and yeah. just do regional distribution again. Because so you you will see Ballast Point go off shelves. Um, they will not a a, a company like Craft and Convict. Sorry, Kings and Convicts. Kings and Convicts. He's squinting uh, to look at the. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not sure uh, we'll be able to sustain nationwide di- distribution and two breweries, um, and that's okay. That's yeah. what happens, right? Like, you've got to understand what you've got here. You've got a Bordeaux vineyard in uh, in France that can only make so much and will only ever have so many people they can sell to. That's craft beer, and that's say, okay. I was going to say the the only people that they can a certain number of people they can sell to is key in this aspect because. We discussed Ballast Point has priced themselves into a premium tier of craft mm-hmm. by selling a fifteen ninety nine six pack of IPA that yep. tastes only slightly different in character from a beer that's sold by Lagunitas for eight ninety nine a six pack. Yep. And honestly, I it's not enough difference for me, the beer nerd, to go. Mm, I'm gonna buy the fifteen ninety nine six pack because I enjoy the flavor profile. No, I don't. It's no fucking different. I'm just gonna sit there and hate the fact that I spent seven more dollars on your fucking on your brand. But also, the nature of the beast that that craft has created is 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 simply keep finding something, find right. the next thing. Right. It's not stick with ballast point sculpin. So why you would think that you can buy this brand for current sales, you know, yeah. assume some growth target in the future and not assume that the market's already saturated is funny to me. Like it just, it makes no sense, right? It does not make well, sense. Because- this isn't Heineken. This isn't fucking Stella. Right. Those things came from centuries of, brew- of brewing and, and a fan base that ended up being cultish. Right. Oh, uh, real quick, while we, while you talk about Stella, Stella has a seasonal beer out right now. It's called something like uh, Midnight Lager, something I don't know. Midnight Stella. It doesn't matter. It's a Schwarz beer, and it's fucking phenomenal. 
So if All you right. see it, it's only available this time of year. But if you see it, pick up a 12-pack of it. You won't regret it. I promise you. All right. I'll it's, take a look. I know they brought the Cedra out last year. That That's pretty good, too. Well, Cedra is out year-round up here, and it's um, it's really sweet. No, but it was launched during Christmas one year. Uh, maybe Pretty down sure. there. Uh, I know Cedra is an is an AB is an Anheuser Busch brand. It's not oh, even. Uh, it has a Stella mark on it, but it's only produced by Anheuser Anheuser Busch. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah. So so uh, hey, okay, fine. One point two billion back in the pockets of small craft beer, <laughs> dude. Um, and I, and and the brewery came back. So you're gonna see a lot of this back and forth. Um, I, th- I think people are kind of realizing what craft beer is, right? right? It's a local bar that brews and can distribute widely, but not necessarily have Has to. to. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, uh, I think people understand that. I think the consumer understands that. I just don't think that brewers understand that. No, brewers want to be Ballast Point. Right. They 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 want to be, I mean, not even Ballast Point. How about Goose Island or Blue Moon? Somebody that exactly. got got into the beer buyout early, and um, then moved on to other things. What's hilarious to me? Sorry, and I'll, scarcity. I'll, no, it's scarcity. Yes, it's not scarce anymore. So why, why would I give you a check for that? Much? What's hilarious to me is that uh, the guys who founded Ballast Point um, also had a spirits company. Well, Constellation bought that spirits company as well, and people at Ballast Point said, "Okay, cool." Uh, Constellation killed that spirits company, by the way. That doesn't exist anymore. Um, no, because there used to be Ballast Point whiskey. Yeah, uh, used to be uh, uh, whiskey, vodka, uh, gin, everything, mm-hmm. rum too, and it was pretty good. But they killed it all, and the people who founded Constellation said, "Okay, cool. So we're gonna go open Cutwater Spirits, <laughs> which they kept the same branding, just changed the fucking middle logo from uh, uh, a nautical sextant that's red to like a flying bat looking thing that's also red so it literally changed nothing Constellation was like fuck it we don't care we killed the brand doesn't matter uh, fast forward to this year where Cutwater Spirits I don't know how or how they're uh, in cahoots or connected with them but everywhere that Anheuser-Busch is distributed Cutwater Spirits is distributed and they sell wow. like craft cocktails and cans they sell mm-hmm. uh, Ballast Point Bloody Mary mix. The spicy Bloody Mary mix was fantastic. But they, they kept that, right? They kept it. So Cutwater Spirits now has a uh, you know Cutwater Spirits branded Bloody Mary mix in spicy. That if you see it in your local Kroger, go fucking buy it because it's amazing. <laughs> I like how it still has the fucking red snapper on it. it That's does, like, they just literally went open the open up the Photoshop file went delete that and insert yep. that and we're good we're good to go didn't change fonts didn't change fucking color That's look low layout they did not it's it's great um oh and it's funny because they still because the recipe won they still have the the winning 2014 recipe. 2015 <laughs> <winning>. <laughs> bloody mary mix that's yeah. hilarious now mind you constellation could have had all that they were just like nah fuck it we don't we don't need it because they bought ballast point and all ballast point things uh, their distillery, everything. They just said, fuck it. Yeah, that's Which, what happens. So distributors aren't smart. Well, it's not the distributors. It's the fucking, it's the parent companies who don't understand the big picture of things. Because the distributor had nothing to do with the buyout or the sellout. Because remember, we do operate a three-tier system in the United States. No, not everywhere. No, but yeah, I, That's why I said in the saying. United States. Yeah. So Constellation Brands... Mm-hmm. In purchasing Ballast Point, lost a shit ton of money. Oh, uh, yes. Um, I'm guessing we're... 
probably going to see similar things with a lot of these re- recent sales. I mean, Blue Moon has their own section of society, and well, that'll always just be a good a good purchase. Well, yeah, I was going to say Blue Moon is uh, like a legacy brand with Miller Coors at this point, and mm-hmm. technically Tenth and er, technically Tenth and Blake. But, but yeah. I think I think what you're seeing is is the is the uh, there's big beer, there's sort of like mid tier big craft beer, mm-hmm. and the rest will just stay where they are. I mean, every once in a while, they'll try to bump one of those in there, and it might work for like one out of ten that can sustain themselves. But if Ballast Point <laughs> couldn't sustain national distribution, you're not. It's not good. <laughs> well, we'll see. It'll be real interesting to see if they do try to uh, obtain national distribution. I know. I agree with what you said. Like, there's no way King, Kings and Convicts. I don't even. But, I, I, there's no way that, that a brand that a company that size could sustain national distribution. The issue comes where you have some people who want to keep national distribution because they're in all 48 states at this point. Ballast Point mm-hmm. is. They're fuck. There's no like up to this point. There's been no turning back with a brand the size of Ballast Point. But also, we've never had a brand the size of Ballast Point sell to a brand the size of fucking Kings and crooks or whatever the fuck it is kings and convicts crooks and crooks and queens is what i'm gonna call them from now on it's gonna be great well i I mean so here's here's the beauty of selling and buying a business the assets come with you the debts don't necessarily have to right so that's true all of this crap that hung on ballast point the brand that caused them to be essentially illiquid yeah goes away and so kings and convicts can essentially just say we want distribution in California. We want it in whatever, all the way on the West Coast, maybe in Texas and locally here in Illinois. And that's what we're going to focus on. That's it. Yeah. I think right, that- so they get to build the brand up from the bottom again. <clears throat> and um, they get two cool boats with them. So <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Two cool boats and no debt. What do you want? What's up, bro? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to kind of give my two cents on the fact that like beer is beer. It will always be beer. If you have problems with purchasing beer that you're, you know, that you have questions on, there's, there's way worse situations out there than someone trying to make money. Uh, yeah. like think of what we've talked about with founders in the last couple of months and year at this point and why we no longer buy founders beer like that to me has way more of an impact than someone trying to make money and fucking, I don't know. Get get what's theirs and what they've earned. You know, built. You know, what get they've what earned. they've yeah, built. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> absolutely. It, that's in the case with most of the other breweries, like uh, New Belgium. Like I couldn't be happier for those people. Um, and I know that some employees don't. You know, don't reap the benefits of an employee-owned you know company, especially if they've just started working there or whatever. Uh, but at the same time, like look around. Like there are people who are making you know good money who just came into a lot of fucking money because they were you know shareholders in a company that got bought out by a fucking international beverage corporation. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a big goddamn deal. It's a life-changing opportunity for somebody to go on and either start in, you know start their own operation whether it be brewing no, it's or generational changing yeah. I mean, for those families. So it's not I mean it's it, we're a capitalistic society man go get yours if you're able to and you've got a brand and you've got a product that's Worth as it. famous as 
do it. Yeah. What gets me, I would rather see people who are making good beer and who are in the right mindset of continuing that, cra- that, that search for craft. I would much rather see them come into a lump sum of money than some jerk off who fucking inherited daddy's money when he was born on, you know, born on third base thinking he was hitting a triple. That douchebag can go fuck himself. But oh, somebody God, who's, those are the worst. But people. somebody who's been <laughs> slinging, you know, 50 pound bags of grain for the last 10 years who have been buying into a, to a family or an employee owned uh, you know, stock option. Fuck. Yeah. Do that. I, I, I don't know. I enjoy it. You know, the most cringeworthy people. And I, I, I think we'd probably have to wrap, but the most, the most cringeworthy people are those people who, so yeah, born on third base, think they hit a home run or think they hit a triple, <laughs> but um, well, the people who they, thought they uh, hit a home run are even worse. I will say. Yeah, they are even worse. So, but yeah, they're pretentious. So <laughs> these people, that that like think they did all this work, but it's really dad's money, mm-hmm. and then treat other people like shit. Yeah, um, as though they've earned that status in society. Those those people can smooth fuck off to Meth Island and literally just get eaten by those meth zombies because I can't handle those people. Meth Island, that's new. Yeah, I heard that one. That's good. <clears throat> yeah, it's a throwback reference. Like Remember when we said we would toss all the meth heads on an island with. I think you and Parker decided that. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, I do. But I do anyways, remember that conversation. <laughs> we'll toss those people out on Meth Island because it's it doesn't make any sense to me. Like it's you don't have to treat people poorly, irrespective of how much fucking money you have. Right. It's just not a thing. Uh, now, if they miss booking your two suites at the W, that's a different story. <laughs> they don't that's bring me my toothbrush story. in thirty minutes. Katie can or Kelly, whatever her name is, can go fuck herself. Well, there's 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 got... doing your job, and then there's <laughs> not doing your job. Okay, so there's two things there that are very no it's... triggering, irrespective of how much money you have. But just to shit on people because you have money is a very very <laughs> shitty thing. To do. That's too funny. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring that up, Frank. I was just gonna I was gonna let it go. Uh, I uh, or then or then you can do the famous complaint about a free rental car uh, and that, a hotel room. <laughs> that and a hotel room. I, people have done that, Frank. People have done that. I know, I've heard. So I've heard. I've um, got no first hand experience. <laughs> I mean, I listen, I've I have complained about many uh fucking trip to uh fast food restaurants, right? You've you've heard my you've seen oh, my yeah. complaints on Twitter. Um mainly to Whataburger. I went to Taco. Brian normally throws the soda back in their lap. I don't I don't even order soda. I bring my own from home and I throw <laughs> it at them when I get to the window. <laughs> just to prove a point. So uh, usually I have a shit experience at most fast food restaurants, especially out here in the Dallas Burbs where people don't care about anything. They people just don't give a fuck. Um pass them through. Pass them through. Yeah, cattle. They're just either actually, on either on the way up or the trailer park. Yeah, That's they fucking like how it works. literally shock our car as we go through the drive through. They're just hitting it with a cattle prod. <laughs> get, get her going there, mister. Giddy up, motherfucker. We gotta get the next crew through. Can't, so, I can't, I can't. They're right in front of me. I can't do this. Go. <laughs> and they just keep anyway. So usually I have that problem with our water burger. This week I will say, just full disclosure. Went to Taco Bell after my daughter's surgery. I th- I needed a I needed to pick me up for fucking for food. I said, you know what, Brian, you you deserve this. You've been up since four a.m. You've had some emotional. You've had an emotional day. So I went to T Bell, my go-to. I ordered my regular, which is chicken quesadilla, with okay. soft taco. Crushed the pint of whiskey on the way to the first window. Obviously, <laughs> uh, crispy. Uh, it's a number six chicken, soft taco instead of crispy. Mountain Dew. 
to drink. Okay, keep it classy. Get a fr- uh, uh, beefy Fritos burrito because it's only a dollar. Add that on there. Just go ahead and push that on. And I said to myself, I said, Daddy's, Daddy's been up since four, staying up till four. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Woo! And I did. I made it like four fifteen. I fell asleep. Anyway, uh, and I said to myself, you know what? They got those uh, crispy, uh, crispy chicken tacos. I'm gonna get those. I'm gonna get a two pack with some guac. You have that guac on. Okay, I get there, pay my nine dollars, get my food, and I go. I do, I do the old peek inside, look, make sure everything's there, make sure I got the case quesadilla, taco, burrito, rolled tacos, whatever. They come in a separate bag, and I, I double check. Oh, you got that guac. I get home, Frank. I had not one but two uh, beefy Fritos burritos. Okay, two beefy Fritos burritos in there. Had my quesadilla, had my soft taco. I'm good. I'm like, oh, I'm mm. living on cloud nine right now. I look and I'm like, oh, you've got three deals of of guacamole, like three little cups of their guacamole Ooh. that comes out of a caulking gun. I'm sure. Definitely, and, uh, but they're not Chipotle. Definitely not Chipotle. So what do you expect? They're not the 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 fast casual dining or exactly. whatever the fuck. And I said to myself, oh, I got three of those. Going to be dipping all day, son. And I look. I'm like, oh, oh, Brian, you also have. Three two packs of the crispy grilled or the crispy chicken tacos. Frank miscounted. Frank, they not only miscounted, they miscounted twice on one they of them. Doubled your order, yeah. <laughs> Double my order and then tripled one order. And I said, Brian, everything's gonna be all right. <laughs> and it was. I, I felt like I got one over on the man on Tuesday. Then I crushed my second pint of whiskey on the I way out. My second pint of whiskey out of a flask <laughs> on the way to the house. No, I uh, remained remarkably sober this week um, up until tonight. I mean, I've had two beers, so I'm not even going to count that as unsober. But it, uh, I'm proud of myself. I could have. It could have been a lot that's worse good. this week. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going to tell you. I haven't been to Taco Bell in quite a while. I stupidly went this other, like the other day, because I thought. In some capacity, that I was gonna win a fucking Xbox. <laughs> I did the same thing like three weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, you know, like you know how when you were a kid, you're like, man, fuck, I wish mom would just buy me one of those boxes. You know, <laughs> so I was like, fuck it, Frank, just go buy a box. <laughs> you're an adult. You got this. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we're adults here. <laughs> and then, and then I also thought. On the other hand, you're a fucking adult. <laughs> you don't need a text to win things. Yeah, I was like, you don't need to win anything. You just buy this shit. Just so save your like, money a couple weeks and you can buy yeah, the fucking thing. Exactly. I was like, oh, this is the worst chalupa I've ever had. <laughs> oh, really dude, should stop. Those fucking chalupas can eat dicks. I fucking hate those fried it's pieces of shit. It's all beans. It's it, all refried beans. It's disgusting. It's the fucking, for me, it's the carrier. The yeah. fucking fried piece of bread. All on some naan with some beans. I'm good. I'm yeah. fine without that. I mean, I and it's that. all fried beans. I mean, it, refried beans. And I hate refried beans. I don't even know why I fucking did it. I just wanted the code. I should have just told him, I'll pay for the box, keep the food. No, you know what you do? I should have just said that. There's always two $5 boxes. Always two $5 boxes on the menu at all time. So find the other $5 box and just get the order that. There's one uh, with like three tacos and a stuffed burrito or some shit like that. Oh, uh, fair enough. And, and yeah, well, take the take the cinnamon twists. You fucking throw those out as soon okay. as you just I was throw just those pieces of cardboard with sugar on them. You just throw those out. <laughs> I don't, every time I fucking buy one of those, like it comes in the box or whatever, I'm like, mm, I'm going to treat myself to one of these. And I taste one. I'm like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it literally chokes you. It's, it's terrible. Air. It's 
just air. Fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, it's pork fat that they put fucking... It's not. It's pseudo pork fat. It's like genetically it's modified disgusting. pork fat. It's, it's literally... Disgusting. I feel like they take a napkin, one of those brown napkins, and they twist it into a shape. <laughs> they spray it down with cornstarch. They let it harden, and they're like, all right, now deep fry it. And we're good. Uh, Wouldn't doubt it. Uh, so one thing I will say for those uh, T-Bill fans out there, go to Reddit. The only thing... I follow like three things on Reddit. Okay, real true story. The only things I follow are like watch people die inside. Love those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like two variations of those. So I follow both of them. And then there's Reddit Living Moss. And that is for Taco Bell lovers. They release a secret menu every month on Living Moss. Mm. You see, and they tell you how to hack the system to order like old school menu items uh, by ordering new menus, uh, menu items and then customizing them. All the tips and tricks. Uh, Taco Bell actually interacts with uh, Living Moss on Reddit. So you can actually, I don't know, semi-influence what uh, things will come out. But through that Reddit thread is how you get the item of the month this month, which is the grilled cheese stuffed burrito, which, fuck. It's literally like the beefy five-layer burrito, but in the big roller, a lot of cheese in between. Hold on, I have a question. Do you go up to the window and go, I saw this on Reddit, can I get this? Dude, that is very uncool. What you do is (laughs) you (laughs) order it exactly how they tell you to because there's some regions, menus vary by region and menu by store. So they tell you, hey, this is the popular item, or this is the new item here. Here's how you hack the existing item to get this item. So then you just order it that way. Oh, so it's if if they're testing an item in a market. Yes, and Got then they it. tell you okay. how to hack every other market to get that test my test item. Got it. So yeah, I mean, okay. I'll also while we're on fast food, the other day, about a week ago, two weeks ago maybe, I went about and tasted this Popeye, ago. Popeye sandwich. Oh, the the spicy chicken sandwich. It's good. It's fine. It's fine. Nothing special. The chicken sandwich. I just don't get it. I mean, f- fucking, it just isn't soaked in pickle buttermilk overnight. <laughs> Buttermilk. What that's what that's what chicken uh, Chick Fil A does. Oh, well, fucking I swear that's their brine. It tastes good as shit. Buttermilk, buttermilk, and uh, pickle juice. So yeah, they don't do that at Popeyes. So it's a little bit different. I think they might only do buttermilk. So it's slightly different, not quite as vinegary. Still great. It's a t- chicken sandwich. McDonald's is now bringing out a chicken sandwich. Have you that's tried not it the yet? McChicken? Huh? Have you tried it yet? No, that's supposed to come out in Houston and Atlanta, I believe. Um, I'm sorry, you mispronounced Hotlanta. Thank you. That's right. Sorry, and Houston. Houston. Um, and, oh, and we uh, we did mispronounce Chicago like four times this episode, right. so I want to make right. sure I get that cleared up. Shit, fart go. Shit, fart. Um, <laughs> so the uh, the <laughs> that's what we used to call it in high school. <laughs> you could make Classy. like bomber runs down to Chicago. It's like six hour drive from from Minneapolis, right? And in between is Madison. So you oh, could God. go down, yeah, stop in Madison, then go down the rest. Okay, so anyways, um, yeah, no, talking about uh, new fast food items, the um, so that Popeye's chicken sandwich is all right. Okay. But I uh, recently went back to Chipotle. Yeah. Um, the Chipotle, always a fan of the Sofritas, like it, um, when I'm not feeling like having a ton of meat, you know? Yeah. Like it. Good ve- uh, vegan option, I think, actually. Um, then uh, the other one that is really good is the carnitas that came out like a month ago. You know Real what? tasty. 
I would say so, so that is also a test market thing because they've had carnitas up here like seasonally. Yeah. And for the last couple of years, and they've been great. I'm going to tell you something to stay away from. And I think we might have already talked on, about it in the old episodes. If you have chorizo come to your account, come to oh, your Oh, I Chipotle. liked it. I, it's a grease trap. Every time I've tried it it's here, just it's just too just greasy. Great. I it's agree. It's so greasy. I, I, I'll stick my But that's chorizo. Taste. Like, that is chorizo. Uh, yeah. And that's one of those things. Like, as soon as you bite into it, you're like, ah, it's greasy as fuck. And you go, Yes, Teresa. What do you expect? Yeah, what, what, I ordered like, a pork pork sausage. Yeah, like what? Do you, what did I expect was going to happen here? Uh, I will say, sofritas. I embarrassingly did not know that that was not meat until um, way recent. Really? <laughs> like so what this I summer? Really <laughs> is, is I'll get the sofritas and I'll add the fajita veggies on it because the sofritas can be very lost in the rice. <laughs> it could just taste like you're eating more rice. <laughs> what so. you do is what you do is you make, you get the green tomatillo salsa and the corn mm-hmm. salsa, and that takes yep. the sofritas and puts it over the top. Because oh, I agree, I, I agree. If you hit it with just if you <laughs> sometimes if you like, I ordered a burrito bowl last time I went. Yep, and they didn't put a, they didn't put enough salsa on there, Ooh. and I was like, oh, this is just a big ass bowl of beans and rice. Now this is what this is. This isn't this isn't what I wanted. So what I also like is the 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 uh, option to get the tortilla on the side. Okay, okay, bowl with tortilla on the side. Then you make your own little mini tacos. Mm. It's great, or chips. Chips is the way I no go. No salsa. Chips. chips with a bowl, fucking great. Chips with a bowl, and go ahead and add the guac because I'm gonna fucking eat that anyway. Uh, so it's gonna be delicious. yeah. I, I just don't. I'm not a huge avocado fan, so uh, I love their guacamole. It's really good. Guac Here's what <laughs> but I yeah. Chipotle. L- listen, we need to get back on that bandwagon. That shit's good. You know, it's not it's good at Chipotle. It's it's not that expensive. It's you know their bowls are like seven or eight bucks. It's you know, not it's that not good at Chipotle. No, they're tacos. They can go fuck themselves. Have you ever had tacos at Chipotle? It's literally says a burrito. Like it's a burrito. Their, their main thing is a burrito, a burrito bowl, and then down here in the corner it says for kids three tacos. No, no, they have it on the main on the main menu. You get burrito bowl I, or yeah, tacos. I get it. it. It used to be on the kids fucking okay, menu. Hold though. on, are you are you shaming me for ordering a taco or tacos at Chipotle? I'm not shaming. Are you? you are you? We go to Chipotle. Are you? Fr- we go to Chipotle. Or burritos. Okay, okay, you said it, so I'm going to go ahead and say this. You were the same person who went to Cracker Barrel and ordered a grilled chicken breast and fucking green beans and then threw up in the parking lot acting like, well, I don't know why I'm getting sick. But- I didn't, hold on, hold on. I didn't throw up in the parking lot. I threw up down the street. Second, you were dry heaving I the parking said, lot. I said, okay, they served me canned green beans in a fucking restaurant. It's Cracker Barrel. They don't know what green is. I they never, think green oh, is a God. crayon you know, color. I've never been back. My my mother-in-law brought it up one time with me. She's like, oh, why don't we go to brunch at Cracker Barrel? And I go, yeah. Shoot me in the head. They'll probably serve <laughs> you fucking Eggos. <laughs> why don't you fucking cut my throat right now? Here, you hand her a knife. Go ahead. Just slit it. Just slit it right here. Said, it's fucking gross. I said, you couldn't. It, it, it could be the last place on earth, and I would cook my own shit before I go to fucking Cracker Barrel. I'm not even joking. Same person that who just told sucks dick. Same person who just told me to order. Oh, you go to Chipotle. What are you going to do? They didn't know for burritos and burrito bowls. Why do you order tacos? Same yeah, but okay. Per- same okay so they don't, they don't take the fucking Schwann's TV dinner tacos out of the fucking no, fridge. Okay, no, okay. Like, what, Cracker the, Barrel literally will give you. 
uh, Idaho bagged potatoes, like those fucking dry flake potatoes, and they'll serve that to you and be like, oh, yeah, there's your fucking mashed potatoes. Can I like, explain? You couldn't just boil some potatoes and mash them up? Like, what the fuck place is this? Let's go back Let's go back real quick. Can you ask me why I don't like the tacos at Chipotle? Yeah, let's go with why, why Brian, do you not enjoy the tacos? And don't you dare compare these to fucking Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel is a shit house. No, but <laughs> that's the, the, I'm, I'm talking about the reasons you gave me for not ordering tacos. All right, all right, fair enough. Go ahead. Go ahead. So here's Go the ahead. issue I have with them. They pack their tacos like each one of them is a fucking burrito. <laughs> so what I'm saying is they take like they giant ass scoops. Dude, it, it was just a fucking <laughs> mess. It was, And they wrap them up in the same aluminum foil. So you have three yeah. aluminum foil rolls and you open it up and you're like, oh, cool. The fucking tortilla is melted under all the juice of the yeah. salsas and everything. It was a goddamn train wreck. While I'm I ordered it at work one day. Oh, oh shit. and then and then you, you traveled to work with it? Yeah, no, no, no. I ordered it. Oh, was, it was it was one of those like lunch things where you just put your oh, order in and well, they, they ordered. No, it's traveling. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it gets it gets to the office and we're having steaming a, in these fucking little bun pouches, like little fucking steam buns. Oh my god, just getting wet as fuck. That's all they're doing. <laughs> it was like someone was dirty talking these ta these tacos the whole way there. They're just just moist and falling apart. You're you're peeling that foil open and it's sticking, sticking to, the, to foil. the foil. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. anybody get silverware? And like, no, everybody got burritos. Like, fuck all of you. Fuck every last one of you motherfuckers. Brian tried, Brian tried to be the fucking girlfriend going out eating a Caesar salad. Yeah. Well, I was like, oh, the tacos sound good. And I got one of each. I got like a sofritas, a carnitas, and a barbacoa taco. I was like, oh, it'd be fun. Mix it up. Have, I like all three of those things. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. Nope, train wreck. Train wreck and three fucking aluminum foil pouches. That's all it was. Yeah. It literally. No, hey, ordering oh. lunch hack. Lunch hack as a group. Everybody gets bowls, get the chips. Oh, chips? Even the burritos get soggy as Shh. shit. Oh, yeah. So Dude. I would just recommend just get the bowl because they're going to pack all 50 of you motherfuckers up into one, <laughs> like, one, one trip. So someone's getting a real, real soggy burrito. Yeah, someone's got to be number one here. Not everybody yeah. can be 50. <laughs> someone's got to be number one. So you're, you're going to be sitting around. You would hope at a, at a fast food establishment they would think of these things, but they don't. They're yeah. fast food workers. Yeah, they're, so they're not, they're not goddamn pure Mensa. input output here. <laughs> they're not goddamn Mensa members. They're just trying to no. figure this thing out like fuck it yeah no. the burritos are done John, <laughs> one burrito there's 50 bowls why'd you make the burrito and <laughs> hey, what do you want from me it's done isn't it let's move yeah, it on it's done huh? it's put in the bag um so yeah uh other other uh other fast food spot that i was just thinking of that's kind of coming back into my favor um the uh what the hell i just lost it yeah, I can't remember. Well, uh, let me let me tell you uh, on the same frame as Chipotle. I used to be a big a big big fan of uh, Freebirds. Okay, mm -hmm. I do love uh, a monster burrito, and I have my horror story of the time that I ordered a super monster burrito because I got it for free because I saved up my Freebirds points, and my dog looked at me like I was an asshole. Um, he just sat there and watched me eat a fucking burrito the size of my head, and just like <laughs> in shame, couldn't look at me again the rest of the night. He was just like, I. 
fucking look away. Anyway, but when they make those monsters, they bring them out on like a fucking tray. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's like two of their uh, the super monster is two of their yeah. monster burritos basically shoved together. They have two fucking like eighteen inch tortillas that they lay down and they start filling that motherfucker up, and then they roll it like two people get together with back braces on and they fucking roll all the shit together and they're like, "You want sour cream?" And they're like, "Yeah," and they bring out a leaf blower and just <laughs> blast it with sour cream and. A fucking, a, they bring out a block of cheese and they just put the whole goddamn thing on there and they don't even grate it. And there's like, you're, you're fat ass. You figure it, it out. Actually, if you're, if you're standing right by the counter, they offer all of these things as samples to you as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, because they want you to graze a little bit. They don't want you going hungry. Yeah, I don't want you fucking gnawing on the, on the napkin pouch thinking that they're the cinnamon twist from Taco Bell. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Fucking uh, last time I went to Freebirds, I was like, "Oh man, I miss their Chipotle." Uh, they have a Chipotle tortilla, and I'm like, "Oh, that shit's good." And they have grass-fed steak, and I'm like, "Hell yeah, I'm gonna get that. It's gonna be good." I got their guacamole and their sour cream, all my basically Chipotle fixins on a Freebirds burrito, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be fantastic." And then I bit into it, and I realized that the uh, the Chipotle tortilla that they had was basically made from. Uh, have you ever seen how they make paper, and they just take tree pulp? And they like flatten it out and compress it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be paper mm-hmm. soon." They took that and they painted it red, and then dusted it with some paprika, and they're like, "Here you go, is your fucking chipotle tortilla, asshole." It was the hardest, like, paper thin. It was like biting into tissue paper. It was really weird. At one oh. point, I thought I was biting into the aluminum foil that they wrap around the damn thing. I was that like, "This sucks. Is fucking terrible." But I will say is. The monsters who work at at Freebirds really know how to roll a burrito, and I'm assuming. I'm just assuming here. They probably know how to roll a mean joint too, because those those motherfuckers are tight. <laughs> I don't think you have to assume. I th- I think I agree with you. I dude, I would love to burn one down with a Freebirds employee on a, on a hand roll. <laughs> You're joint. gonna have to bring the weed. Oh yeah, I'll bring the weed. You provide the rolling papers because I'm sure you have your preferred brand, you and then uh, your nimble little fingers that you've worked out like a goddamn a CrossFit artist, just just rolling up a nice blunt. Uh, it, That's right. Uh, anyway, and I'll bring you a super monster paper. <laughs> yeah, bring your super monster paper. I feel like getting fucked up tonight. I feel like not feeling my feet. Here you go. Here's this. <laughs> this is an eleven by seventeen rolling paper. <laughs> I'll never forget the guy who whipped out what you called the tulip. That's what he called it. His words. House not mine. party. I know this thing had as much weed in a single. I mean, I'm pretty sure he could have gotten twenty. It was a fistful <laughs> of weed, and I mean, the size of a fist is what he rolled up in weed. And by that was the time, a ten to twenty year max sentence. And the the time it got around in the old weed circle to me, it was burning hot in that like first third. It was just like basically like okay, so people at home, take your index finger and tuck it in as tight as you can to your palm. And like that little mini fist thing that you're making there, that was about how much weed I was smoking the first time I ever smoked marijuana. <laughs> and I got so high, I thought I was playing a video game of life. It was fantastic. <laughs> Until you started hugging your refrigerator. That was later on. I got home by that time, and I was yeah, I was eating yeah. a box of granola bars and telling Frank I couldn't come pick him up because I was too high. Yeah, and just before you judge, granola bars was the... Ration food of the student union um, fucking grocery store. And when I say gr- granola bars, I don't even mean the nice granola bars. I'm talking about no, the no, no. Bars. These are the ones filled with sugar. The <laughs> ones you know who is the guy who the Quaker Oats guy? It was his granola bars. They were like chocolate chip <laughs> cookie granola bars. You know the real yeah. healthy ones. 
ate a box of them. Those things were good. Those things were good. You I can miss, easily go through a box of that. I miss college. Shit was delicious. Uh, eh, I like money better. Uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I had so little of it in college. It's, it's better off that I now have some. <laughs> Oh God! I uh, I just looked at my student loan and I realized I got until April, baby. April's the last payment, and I'm done. Yeah, that's it. And at this point, it's too late to like refinance, and the shitty company that I'm going through won't let me just pay it all off. So I'm like, well, I'm just gonna, I guess. No shit. Yeah, they Damn. were like, oh, it's gonna be a four hundred dollar penalty. I was like, okay, you go fuck yourself. I owe you five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at right now. I'm like, you guys, fuck yourselves. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yeah I'm at, I, I think I've got three more years, but I, I mean, I had all of college. I was gonna say you had all of college. I just had a short period. It wasn't, it, it, it shouldn't even have been that, but that's for another fucking, that's yeah. for a more drunken podcast. Yeah. It was a fucking VA. Yeah, so it was. the, uh, yeah, no, my, mine, mine's almost done too, but it's, it's a good feeling to know that it's close to done. Cause when you started, it was such a heavy burden. Insurmountable. <laughs> yeah, and now now it feels comfortable, you know. But in all honesty, again, before we wrap, it should just be free. And if you want to cancel everybody else's debt, even though I've paid mine off, fuck it, just do it. Fuck it, yeah. That's it helps thing. a lot of people out. <clears throat> it's that's one of those again, like we talked about with the New Belgium thing. That's a life changing like burden that's lifted. Yeah, it's a life changing amount and, of money. And and, and and don't be an asshole. Like, well, I mean, just because you were able to pay it off doesn't mean everybody can pay it off. Right. Or just because your dad or mom could pay it off doesn't mean everybody can pay <laughs> oh. it off. Can't express that enough. Uh, uh, fucking understand what your money is versus what everyone else's money is. Also, uh, Troy got a real half hard on with the Cowboys game today. They lost by seven points against the fucking Bears. Dude, how many times have they lost <laughs> by less than 10 points this year? It's, I don't know, but they were losing by... Let's just take a look here. It looks like it was 31-7 before they really did anything. <laughs> wow. Okay, so last week... No, 24-7. 24-7, and then they did something again. Wow. Okay, so last week they lost by 11. Good job on the Buffalo Bills for fucking playing up to your standards. The week before that, 13-9 against the Patriots. Week before that, win doesn't count. Week before that, lost 28-24. Uh, <laughs> week before that, win, win, win. They lost to the Jets by 2. They lost to the mm-hmm. Packers by 10. Uh, they lost to a backup quarterback by two. Lost to the Saints by two. And, <laughs> yeah, the rest of the games they won. But, seriously, every game, the biggest blowout <laughs> blowout was 11 points. That is a sign of a fucking uh, a team that can play well who just doesn't have any fucking game planning. <laughs> like, it's sheer will yeah, that they've kept within in 11 a, in a league In a league where talent only gets you to the game. Right. Like, the thing is, is is there? There's a lot of talent around, and most of the teams that are really good, on average, they win by three or four points. It's not like, but the difference between winning by three or four or losing by three or four, isn't always talent. Ninety nine percent of it is coaching, and Jason Garrett just fucking sucks at that part. And he's really not good. <clears throat> you know who is really good? Us. We're really goddamn good. That's right. Not good That's at right. producing and making sure sound is even, but it's whatever. Uh, we're also really good at, at social media ing, so definitely check us out over on Twitter and Instagram at No Beer Left Cast. 
let us know what we should be drinking, what we should be, what we should be checking out. You got any news stories or uh, fun shit? Send it our way. You have any questions? Just general life questions. I feel like Frank and I basically are the gurus of this podcast. We can we'll let yeah. you know what the right answer is on uh, anything. Especially say you want to say you want to know whether or not Trump should get impeached. Shoot us a message. I'm gonna go ahead and save you the time. Yes, or C <laughs> for our Spanish listeners. <laughs> yeah, or y'all for everybody else. Y'all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, any questions you might have, send it our way. It'll be fun. Even if it's challenging questions, send them to us. We'll love to love to love to hear what you have to say. Um, say, speaking say, of- say, say for instance, your question is: Should the Minnesota Twins re-sign uh, Pineda? For two years, the twenty million after getting caught using steroids and only serving eleven of the sixty-game suspension. The answer is no, oh. but they did anyway. So, <laughs> what you're saying is no, don't sign Pin, Pin, Pineda, whatever. Pineda, yeah. Pineda, and sign Joe Wouldn't Maurer for an unprecedented thirty-fifth season. No? That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, no. Speaking of letting us hear your opinion on things, be sure to leave us a review and a rating over on iTunes because that's the only one that really matters. I guess Stitcher has a new rating system that they launched not too long ago. So if you listen to us over there, put us up and uh, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. Um, and we've said it before in the past: grab your friend's phone, subscribe to us on their phone too. They know it really yeah, helps. Go to the out. Apple Store. Yeah, just go to the Whatever. go to the podcast app. Just type in "Nobody Left Behind." We're the only one on there. Hit subscribe. Anyway, uh, for Brian here in North Texas, until next time, I'm out. For Frank in far, far, far South Austin, um, I had something I was going to say. I forgot about it. Deadspin.com down in flames. Hasn't posted anything since the 4th of November. Used to be my go-to. Like like their kind of angle on it. Wasn't too bar stooly. Wasn't too the athletic. You know, it's kind of got a laugh out of it. But it's gone. Sad times. I'm out. Beep!